Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Swipe in the City. It's Marie. And you've got Michelle here in the studio today. And uh, I mean, before we get into it, Michelle, what's going on? We uh, we just had Thanksgiving. We did. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, my mom had had the idea of my brother and I going out to a nice dinner instead of trying to do like the cooking and the prep and the cleaning and all Classic that. Classic Daniela Hannah. And so she made reservations for us and we had a couple extra seats. So Marie and our friend Lindsay got to join and I was in heaven. I was like, I've got my people here. <laughs> There's nice music playing. This cocktail tastes real good. Like it was, it was pretty awesome. I loved it. I have to say, like, I was thinking about this this morning, actually, Um because I'm not a fan of Thanksgiving food, uh, as you and I have discussed. I don't know that we've talked about it on the show, but I fucking hate turkey. And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, no offense to every other Thanksgiving meal that's ever been prepared <laughs> for me, but uh, Eddie V's was by far the best one, like hands down. So fucking good. <laughs> I got it. Worth the worth the money. Yeah. Yeah. Worth every dollar. Well, and our friend Lindsay was like, why don't we come here more? And then it was like, oh, okay. Then we got the bill. Yes. But uh, yeah, I got a bacon wrapped filet that had like lobster on top. Like so bouge and so freaking good. I'm sad I didn't like take more of it with me. And I'm just sad we couldn't make out after because I'm allergic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was no Thanksgiving kiss at midnight. (laughs) That's the new thing, guys. I don't know if you've heard. (laughs) Yeah, the new thing is that you kiss at midnight before you roll over in your sweatpants (laughs) and pass out for 12 hours. And go into a food coma. Yeah. Um, No, it was great, though. And now here we are in the holiday season. I'm not feeling, uh, to just bring the topic in here, I'm not feeling nearly as cynical as I usually do come the holidays. Okay, okay, that's good. Um, Why do you think that is? Well, I was listening to Evermore this morning. Um, (laughs) For those of y'all who missed it on our story, the... uh, the Betches reel of the of oh. where he's like the friend who listens to Taylor Swift nonstop and the other friend. This is we're about to reenact that, but it, it's just live. Pretty much. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I well, so it's like it's raining. It's disgusting out this morning, but it's also lovely. Um, so instead of going on my morning Starbucks walk with Luna, I went to Starbucks in my car because <laughs> it was pouring rain. <laughs> And then proceeded to just go on a random drive down, uh, like I went down uh, 360, which is a really pretty drive, period. Uh, Well, when there's no traffic and uh, when it's raining. So it was lovely. And I just listened to Evermore and, you know, tis the damn season. So I'm feel I've got my my mini Christmas tree and I've got my menorah up like I'm ready to go home my last uh, my last road trip from Austin to Florida for Christmas. I'm ready. You're ready. I love that. I love that. I'm not quite ready for Christmas yet, but this year is going to be super different for me. Um, and maybe we don't want to get into the holidays too much since we, we will have an, <laughs> True. an episode coming. But, True. Um, so we'll talk about that more maybe on the next episode. But um, no, I think... You know, I think that we've both got some really ex- like exciting things going on in our professional lives and our 
days outside of the podcast and (laughs) I feel like at least this week in particular for me having an extra couple of days off has been like a game changer like I just feel like I'm in a really good headspace I'm gonna deep clean my apartment today because it looks like a frat boy's been hanging out in there (laughs) well (laughs) me I'm the frat boy (laughs) yeah let's be real Michelle (laughs) it's me um but yeah no I think you know it's kind of funny because we're going into to this episode but we're both like in a pretty like positive headspace oh yeah we're feeling great which I think is just gonna make it a little uh I don't know, maybe a little feistier. I like that. But uh, we are going to kind of talk about cynicism and, yeah. And realism, right? Like, where where do we draw the line between being, like, having realistic expectations about a partner, about a first date, um, and and where does that line get crossed to where you're, like, literally just jaded, yeah, and this is something that I think is is pretty interesting because I consider myself to be a realist and sometimes probably I feel like I probably flirt with the line of cynicism a lot without like consciously realizing it. Like I think we both do. Like I'm just being realistic. It's like, well, no, I need to maybe sometimes have a little more a little more hope, you know, <laughs> even though I know what's going to happen. Maybe it comes from working in sales, too, though. Like, we're just used to getting ghosted and rejected. <laughs> That's true. We we do still need to do a whole episode on, like, the sales cycle of dating. We um, do. We do. We need to get Mike, the producer, back in for that. That would, yeah, he would be a really good one for that since he, like, actually manages sales teams. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, so looking at did we pull up like a definition of cynicism um we don't have like an actual definition i guess but we can an inclination to believe that people are motivated purely by self-interest skepticism Hmm. i can't say i've ever thought of skepticism as being a synonym for cynicism I can kind of see it because like if you apply it to dating, right, if you have kind of a cynical point of view and you're getting ready to go on a first date, you might just be like skeptical about even going what like like what this is saying, like what their intentions are. You might be you're going in without not with with kind of like a preconceived notion that things probably won't go well or it's unlikely that things will go well. I was about to say, well, I mean, looking at the odds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Well and, that's, well, and that's where, like, again, the the realism versus cynicism is really interesting. This is, okay, so the Urban Dictionary definition of cynical. Someone who always expects the worst and most selfish motives out of everyone and everything, otherwise known as experienced. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's funny. I feel I feel attacked. Yeah. <laughs> so I think some of the difference is the way that you're approaching it. So if you're cynical, you might be going into a hinge date and you're like, I'm so fucking sick of every guy I've met on hinge. They're all the same. They're all this. They're all going to ghost me, whatever. So you go into it with that like negative frame of mind, whereas in my opinion, realism you go into it and you're like, this might not work out, but I'm going to go into this knowing that like the reality is I'm probably not going to meet my husband today, 
but I'm going to go into it and know that like they could be a cool person or something could come from it. I think being a realist, like you have expect like expectations from experience and you have that knowledge from experience, but you're still going into it with like a positive mindset. Yeah, I feel like I think about it like, okay, I'm going to go on this date and this guy could be super dope. He could be a dick like he could be whatever. But at the end of the day, like whether this goes anywhere or not, like I'm going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I've I've at least learned to adapt that attitude because I feel like when I was younger and a little bit more bright eyed and bushy tailed in my early 20s dating like. And actually, honestly, like, I feel like I've always been a bit cynical, but um, (laughs) like when I was more excited and optimistic, I was also like, well, if this doesn't go well, it could be the end of the world. And that's not healthy. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like the more excited and the higher your hopes are, which is like sometimes getting outside of being a little more realistic about what to expect out of the first date. So the higher your hopes are, the like greater the fall if it doesn't work out. So, you know, if you go into it and you're like, oh my gosh, like we've had such a great text back and forth. They send me the best memes. Like, and you just go into it really, really excited and really expecting something. And then, you know, people are human. If it falls short, I think the bigger that drop is, the more that can kind of, again, if you're not being realistic about what to expect out of like a date or. Well, you can also kind of, uh, and this is one of the many reasons why I don't like to spend too much time just back and forth texting uh, or on the apps. Like I like to get that first date out of the way pretty quick on because you can start to create this perfect quote unquote perfect person in your brain for this individual that like honestly like you're probably just taking what your ideal person is and like giving them a name that is this person that you're about to meet and like that's that's just gonna set you up for failure but the more in my opinion at least for myself like the more time I have to be in my own head and be like oh well we like all the same things we blah 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 like this is what our future is going to be like the more time I have to get ahead of myself or what do mm-hmm. they call it on you up emotionally masturbate mm-hmm. the more time I have to do that the more likely I feel like I am setting myself up to get disappointed and speaking of disappointed and the holidays my mom just texted me every year I decorate the tree I miss doing it with you Aww, Aww, mom. And my brother yeah, will yeah. never decorate it with her. He just she she forces him to set it up and that's about it. That's what she gets out of him. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um but yeah, no, I think I think to your point too, and that's kind of like maybe even a different topic, but like not giving yourself that time for the build up. Mm-hmm. Um you gotta have the right amount of build up. Yeah. Like you need to be excited, but again, like Yeah, I also, it's also really interesting because some people are really, like, really good texters and really Mm -hmm. active texters, and then you meet them in person, and unfortunately, they don't have social skills. This has happened to me (laughs) a couple of times, Um, you know, but that's just something that I know is a potential outcome, being realistic. Well, (laughs) yeah, no, it's the first thing that I thought of uh, was... Remember when I was talking about that guy that was a really shitty kisser? 
I mean, there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there have been a few, sure. Um, but no, we were talking about it on the, the Nice Guys episode okay. from last year that we just put out, I don't know, like a month ago or whatever. Um, no, I was thinking about it with him because he was like the, the banter or whatever on text was great. Um, he was really fucking hot, but like IRL, just the chemistry was not there. And it's like, and I mean, I guess that was one sided in the end, but I think (laughs) (laughs) he thought it was there, but you know, I can't help it. I'm amazing. And you are, everybody else just falls short. Yeah. You are, you are amazing. You're a treat. You're a great date. I know. I would love spending time with me. I don't know why I'm still single. <laughs> I would be terrified of two of me. Can oh you God. just imagine two of me, like, or like the male, ver- me dating the male version of me? Well, I feel like dating the, like, gender preference of choice version of yourself doesn't usually work out either to just talk about experience and realism. Like, I mean, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, I hate myself. <laughs> well, no, you know what I mean? Because then it's like you see these like qualities. I mean, yeah, sure. Like the banter is probably great, right? Like you make each other laugh. Um, you drink all like the best beers. They pick the best presents for you because they know exactly what you want. But at the end of the day, like their flaws are your flaws. And do we like our own flaws? No. Oh, and we are our own worst critics. Exactly. So, so we we're going to critique harsh. them. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Interesting. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, I think I, I need like someone who's outgoing for sure, but maybe like a level below my energy and <laughs> extrovertedness. I think you need a little bit more like somebody to kind of balance a little bit. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean... We can we can kind of get into that, too, because I think it plays a role like people who, um, you know, have a very good idea. And when you've been around the block enough times, right, you have enough of an idea of like who you are and what you want in a partner. Um, And sometimes you don't allow much flexibility, Mm -hmm. right? When you're looking at people, it's like, oh, well, they check off this box and this box, but they don't check off that one deal breaker yeah I think too um one of the articles that we were looking at mentions like cynical people look for the negative Mm -hmm. they like find the negative first and I think like if you're being realistic you know you know what your deal breakers are and you know where you have some flexibility and like again logical realistic you know those things but rather than going into a conversation or a date trying to like see oh do they have any of these deal breakers you go and you know that you have those if they come up but you go in looking for ways to connect yeah well and like let's be honest like there's prob well there's reason I'm single like there are deal breakers probably about me that somebody else would see so it's like I mean at the end of the day nobody is perfect um and I do like just thinking about like the Marie in her like early 20s like there was kind of this almost rom-com even though I hate rom-coms um like a bit more of a rom-com attitude towards Hmm. dating and now that I've hit 30 and I'm still single (laughs) 
I feel like I've definitely learned like, well, you know what? You're not perfect either, honey. <laughs> what? I know. Weird. That's so crazy. So weird. Daniela Hannah would disagree. <laughs> um, but yeah, kind of like to what I was saying, though, like, so that's like the realest way. Whereas I think like a cynical person's going to go in and they're just immediately going to be like, nitpicky nitpicky and looking at those negative things Mm -hmm. and being like oh nope 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 um and i think people do that on the apps too oh 100 percent. well nope i went out with uh an accountant once and he was the worst right like (laughs) they'll find i feel like someone who's cynical will find traits that might actually not be relevant Mm -hmm. and like hold on to that as a way to I mean, I think part of it is another thing we were looking at in the articles, like to protect themselves. I mean, I think at the end of the day, like <laughs> cynicism, really, it like it does come from like this spot of like having been probably hurt so many times that now you have put up so many walls that it's actually you that ends up hurting yourself. But that's again where it's like, OK, where is the line between being like having realistic expectations and just being cynical i think it depends on like the person in the situation um i think from my point of view it has more to do with that like positive approach versus negative approach like being realistic you still you want things to go well and being but being cynical you just like have such a strong expectation that they won't Mm -hmm. that I think you like manifest that energy too because I know like there are times where especially if I'm going through just like a like a bout of depression or something like that like in general I try to see myself as a positive person but there are times where I realize I'll go through these periods where I'm like extremely negative Mm -hmm. and that's something that's like I have to work on during those times and stuff like that. But I think in the past, like I've definitely brought that to dating before where I show up and I'm just like, well, this is not going to go well rather than showing up with like an open mind. And of course it doesn't go well because I'm bringing that negative energy to the table. You can manifest it. I mean, I, I also kind of like when it comes to mental health and like being in a more depressed state and trying to date, I think that's just really hard in general, Um, especially like when it comes to kind of first impressions. I do like to bring like my best self, um, the most realistic best self of me. Right. But like, you know, when I am in such a down state, like, let's be real, like that's probably not the best time to date because when you're at that level of like depression, you it you need to focus on yourself so right. like unless you're already in a relationship with somebody and you have like they're there and they want to support you like it's not that is not the time to meet somebody new in my opinion yeah I would agree with you and I think it's different for different people but I think you do you hit a little bit of a risk of mm-hmm. like almost like like future like codependency Mm. if you are in that state and then you do meet someone and let's just say it's someone who's like extremely charismatic right so that you get that kind of like dopamine hit Mm -hmm. and then you associate that with the person and then it could be that you like 
that person kind of pulls you out temporarily of this like depressed state. So then you kind of become dependent on them. And then if things don't work out, then it's like, then you've like, you haven't worked through that state, whatever that means for you yeah. on your own. And so you can kind of like, cause I feel like this is where some people do. Some people get attached really easily cause they're like, Oh, this is, this person's providing this happiness for me. Yeah. Um, rather than going through, you know, some of the work, whatever that is, and, and working through that. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely pinpoint some times where, like, I was not in probably the best state to be dating, and yet I went out there and did it anyways. Um, and it's, I mean, honestly, like, it's gotten me into a very sticky situation, like, just thinking about, like, what the the main thing that really comes to my mind um, and it, and it legitimately not saying that this is always going to happen. Um, but for me, I ended up in a, in an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that's like going to be like in the back of my mind. And then that anybody who knows the cycles of abuse too, then it's even harder to get out. Yeah. Now it's even, it's coupled with the fact that I was already in a low state mm-hmm. and now I'm in a lower state. And yeah that's um luckily I go into enough depressed states that I know how to get myself out of it eventually yeah um so it's like I I've done it before and I can do it again kind of a thing but yeah I mean that but that's worst 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 case scenario I think right like I don't think everybody that goes into a date depressed (laughs) is gonna end up in an abusive relationship that would be a cynical way of thinking that would be a cynical way of thinking yes and we are realists here realists not quite optimists not quite not quite (laughs) optimistic sometimes I try to stay optimistic I'm optimistic about some things some people sometimes sometimes when it makes sense yeah (laughs) I'm trying to think. Here we are lying to ourselves and (laughs) all of our fans. When was the last time that we were optimistic about About, something? About dating? Yeah. Um, We, collectively. (laughs) We, about, yeah, because we also date as a unit. (laughs) Lindsay and I practically do every time she's, she's like dating someone. It's like, hi. I'm Michelle. I will be the third to this, uh, to this situation here. Uh, Welcome to the thruple. Welcome to the thruple. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, no, I think it still falls under like realist because I'm like, I f- like went on a date recently, felt like I went into it pretty optimistic, but I also going into it was like, well, the person's like recently out of a relationship. Like, it's, I'm trying to think of what like an optimistic view would be we need to get like a 22 year old in here for this yeah we need we'll do we'll do really a follow-up on optimism versus realism someone who's really excited about <laughs> life <Which> apparently <laughs> wow we need someone who's in their 20s now, now that we're both we're both 30. now that we're old <laughs> this, is a, this is a mature podcast now yeah yeah we've we've really grown up since we started i've definitely changed my ways for sure oh totally absolutely Same. Um, so maybe looking at like, so for people who are listening to this and they maybe do find themselves like, oh, maybe I am being more cynical. What do we think are ways to kind of like work on that? Cause the other thing is that therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Find yourself an Aerie. A Gary. <laughs> a Gary or a Larry. That reminds me. I need to get back on his calendar. I forgot to book an appointment. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. I'm sorry. I interrupted you, though. What were you saying? Well, I'm just thinking of ways outside of therapy. We all, obviously, we advocate for it all the time. We need to get sponsored by, like, BetterHelp or something. Or uh, Mark Schneider. Or PhD. (laughs) I need to, uh, well, we'll talk about this later. I want to do some stuff with him when I'm at home. But, yeah. If you want to virtually jump in, yeah, we can have some uh, some mini therapy sessions, some little sesh sessions. Um, But I think one thing, if you're like questioning, like, oh, am I just being realistic, or is this like, does this come off as cynicism? Because that's the Mm. other thing is like, even if you think you're being realistic, but it's coming off that way. Again, not that you should ever have to be like fake or change yourself or anything, but you know it does affect the way that you date and that other people see you and your kind of like ability to be, you know, not like not attractive, like uh, hot attractive, but um, to like attract energy from people. So like, what do you think are ways that, I don't know. I think the first thing you can do is you can like, if you have good friends, that'll be honest with you. Like I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, like, have friends that are going to be, like, straight up and call you out. Because, like, when you were talking the other day about, like, oh, like, those red flags, I was like, okay, but you haven't gone out with them yet. Right. So you don't really know, like, oh, they're recently out of a relationship, as an example. Right. You don't really know if that's a red flag. Right. Until you have a conversation with them. And maybe it's not a red flag. Right. Maybe they checked out of the relationship a long time ago and they're totally over it. Well, that's like I went on what I think might have been a date. (laughs) The maybe date. (laughs) A couple of weeks ago. And that was a really, that was a really interesting one because he's like recently divorced and gone through quite a bit with it Mm -hmm. and so like I just like brought it up and we chatted through it and he was saying like he was mentioning he signed himself up for therapy he's working through it he mentioned some other things and I was like okay this is someone who has a grasp on this this isn't like this this is now not necessarily a red flag but it's like it's a factor to consider I would say there's there's a certain point of that where it could be a green flag to be honest with you the um, self-awareness and working on it for sure. The therapy? Th- yeah. <laughs> therapy is a green flag. Therapy is a green flag for me. Like, cool. You're at least taking charge no matter how fucked up you are. Like, you are taking some control over your mental health. Well, and especially because there's so much fucking uh, stigma around men going to therapy like it yeah it sucks it really does because just like I think people overthink too what therapy can be sometimes I get a little Gary and we just bullshit and I try to ask him how he's doing and he doesn't answer me and he turns (laughs) it back to me but um you know there's different (laughs) there's different ways to approach it you don't have to get on and like share your deepest darkest secrets the first time you talk to somebody yeah I went down a whole rabbit hole with Larry once about like his vinyl collection and that I because I have, you know, my records, too. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, he's got like several hundred. Wow. I mean, to be fair, he's 
been around quite a bit longer than I have been and he was around in when life. when records were like the way that you listened to music so yeah. like it, it it makes logical sense but like we just went down this rabbit hole of like music and like records and all of it and it was dope so it's like you're not always sitting there like talking about your fucking feelings yeah Gary doesn't really let me go down those kinds of rabbit holes. But <laughs> he won't, I don't know anything about his life. He knows that you need to uh, talk about yourself. He knows that I'm not good at talking about myself, unless it's on a podcast. <laughs> Is this therapy? <laughs> it's one of our outlets. True, true. But yeah, no, I think, and if you don't have friends, that'll be honest with you, get you some, because mm. there are times where like Marie will call me out on my bullshit and it's important like it is it is because sometimes we you know we get in our own heads and we don't realize that we're doing this or or we're not being honest with ourselves and you need your friend to be like marie <laughs> like I, sometimes i know she's not gonna listen to me oh but sure still, but yeah but she still sometimes needs to hear things from outside of her own head even if it is the same voice <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now, okay, so since I was binging uh, you on Netflix all day yesterday, I cannot stop thinking about it. Also in terms of cynicism, maybe that's part of the reason why this was in my head as a topic today. A thousand percent. Um, But you're also just like, it's narrated by his inner, mostly his inner monologue. Okay. Which is just this constant push and pull of like, well, in the first season, you can tell that he's a little bit more like, oh, he's he's like jaded, but he's still like putting his um, his perfect person onto this pretty girl that he sees at the bookstore. OK. And then season two rolls around because, yes, I did watch that much yesterday. Um, and <laughs> I just started the show this week, by the way. It's a problem. Um, but. In season two, you he's got so much more of just this like, no, you can't do that. Like, no, like, like, be cool. Like, he's he's pulling himself towards this attempt at realism. Like hmm. this, like, no, actually, like this person isn't this whole idea that you've made up. They are this this way. And actually, that way is also pretty great. Like, I actually really like the, the person that this actually is versus the person that I've made them out to be in my head. Interesting. And then he's like a serial killer, too. So, you know, that's a whole different can of worms. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know if he's uh, we're not like modeling our theories after him. Just to be clear here. Um, but yeah. Kind of trekking back to, you know, we like to be solution oriented here. We're doing our best. Like, do you want us to listen or do you want us to solve? We're solving. Um, I think some other ways to maybe like pull, if you real if you realize you're being cynical, it's hard. You can't just like stop, right? Because it's a, it's a mindset. It is. I think some other ways are like surrounding yourself with even sometimes like infectiously positive people <laughs> can be really annoying. Yeah. But sometimes seeing the way that they approach things can be like really eye opening. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, Oh, they're so annoying. But also like they, they seem really happy cause they just found the joy in this, you know, this simple thing or whatever it is. Um, and then I think too, there's just like, there's a lot of books uh, about mindset. There's a lot of podcasts that like kind of, 
can help you find ways to work through it. But Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I'm always going to be an advocate of being realistic and having realistic expectations. But I think looking at how you're approaching things, you might find that you're getting in your own way when it comes to dating or career progression. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> like, I think, too, because if you're finding yourself leaning more on the side of cynicism, um, even though that person might annoy the living shit out of you, that's like very, very positive. Spending more time either like listening to like consuming something on the completely other end of the spectrum. Um, It's like you're leveling yourself out, right? You're like a teeter totter and you're leaning towards being a bitch or negative and you need to flip the other way or at least get get yourself centered, recentered. You know, it's like because I can obviously get more on the side of cynical um, and thinking back to my GoDaddy days. um, When I was working under one of my managers, well, and so one of my managers um, got pretty negative after a while. And and that festered for me and it did impact my performance. Um, Sales is such a mental game. Um, And then I switched teams and I started working under this other manager who is just a beautiful ray of sunshine um and she's like obviously nobody's perfect but like she projects such positive energy even when like you know the the more you get to know somebody the more you know a little bit more about what's going on in their life yeah even when things are not perfect in her life she still manages to just radiate this like beautiful positive energy um and obviously that was a great way for me to kind of like teeter-totter back the other way And also just, I was on her team for a while, um, and it was really great to also just keep me balanced. Yeah. Just throughout, like, once I got back into the balance to just keep myself there. Yeah. I think that kind of ties into just, like, finding people finding the right you know people or again if you're not as much of like a social person the right like motivation sources um and if it's something you're working on like having your friends kind of keep an eye on it and be like hey does it seem does it seem like I'm coming across a little less cynical um but yeah I don't know I mean at the end of the day also fuck it if you want to be a cynical person then you do you (laughs) I mean well that's like at the end of the day like you can't force somebody to change their mindset at the end of the day but also it's like if you think about it too um when somebody does start getting so so negative in their head like people don't always want to be around you right so that's something also to be kind of cognizant of um let's tie back a little bit um just in terms of maybe something constructive when it comes to being negative on the apps and I feel like we do we talk about this on shit guys say like at least every shit guys say episode um but like I guess example wise what are some of the things that you have seen that like okay you see this person they look they're super hot they look great and then they have that one prompt. Yeah. So when it comes to the apps and it's like kind of one of my biggest pet peeves, we've talked about this a lot, but whenever someone's like, oh, I hate it here. This is a waste of time. 
no one on here is real like when they're basically like prophesizing for themselves what they're going to experience or manifesting for themselves like Mm -hmm. what they're going to experience and they put that in even if you think that you don't need to put that out there as your response like no one truly like the apps are there but no i mean some people maybe get off on like the likes and the chats and the swiping well i was gonna say i cannot think of a single person (laughs) who would see something like i hate it here and want to match with that person i cannot think of a single person right well so yeah yeah, now you're just okay you're like why am i not getting any matches well maybe look at your profile (laughs) like if you're putting that kind of energy out as your kind of gallery view of yourself right this is the snapshot of who you're presenting yourself as you're probably going to be a dick to the waiter at the restaurant Mm. you're going to try to order you know some bougie cocktail somewhere you shouldn't or you're going to complain because they don't have miller light somewhere (laughs) that's not a miller light type of you know we're gonna go to a craft we're gonna go to a craft brewery and you're gonna try to get a corona (laughs) be like I'm real sorry who brought this person he's not with me like <laughs> these sound like very personal stories <laughs> actually actually <laughs> I love my dad to death but my dad tries to get like a corona <laughs> at a craft brewery he's done it before Jesus. he's just he's just not a big drinker he's nice about it though he's not a dick I was gonna say it's probably not out of cynicism at that point it's probably just out of like lack of knowledge it, it is but no I just mean like if you're you have an opportunity to present yourself in a really good light Mm -hmm. and you're putting something negative out there immediately. I'm like, no. Well, that's all any of these profiles are, (laughs) whether it's like your Facebook, your Instagram, your hinge, your bumble, whatever you are choosing. Like these are the six photos or whatever that you've selected to present yourself as. So I would say theoretically most people want to project their best selves into that like whatever that platform is. Um, So when you're projecting that it's like not only are you coming off as super negative but it's like holy shit how negative is that person actually right. And like let's be honest none of us like being on the apps right like frankly like I think I've mostly resigned to just not. I have not re-downloaded Hinge since getting my new iPhone. So proud of you. Um, for both of those. <laughs> for, for all, the, all of the above. No one is more excited about my new iPhone than my friends. I have like That's eight true. text messages I'm going to put into a like a, a meme. meme. <laughs> um, well, yeah. And like... I don't know, especially when it comes to like whether or not like I still have the apps on my phone. Um, I'm low key just waiting for Raya to decide that I'm famous enough to allow me to create my profile. I'm still on the waiting list and I'm bitter about it. (laughs) But um, I mean, honest, like (laughs) I switched my location uh, to New York when I was out there, of course, as one does. And I realized the other day I haven't switched it back because I haven't even looked at anybody that matched with me. <laughs> That's hilarious. But there's not Oops. really, I mean, like you've talked about though, there's like not really, a, like you're leaving in two, a couple months, right? And, you're, and we have the holidays, like there's not, you know, what are you going to do? Have a 30 day relationship? Woo! 
That's probably like goals for a lot of guys, right? <laughs> yeah, like oh cool, I'll I am a fair perfect woman. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, they get the like honeymoon phase, the fun part, and then right before things start getting serious, you're on a plane out of here. Cuffing season, yeah, they get they get to cuff, they get to settle down, they don't need to worry about the repercussions. Exactly, exactly. Um, right, but like I don't have the energy to invest in somebody else like that, but. Um, do not slide into Marie's DMs. <laughs> my, she is not open. Mine, um, <laughs> mine are open as always at mcraigpdx. Um, well, but I mean, even without that, it's like I just like I mean, I could have gone back through and like I I've said it before too, like a bitch, like I'm on the apps mostly for content at this point. Um, will I probably jump back on Hinge for a little while when I first move there? Yeah, probably to meet people. I will be their red flag of, hey, just moved to town. Yeah, but I think that's, I mean, I still think that's, like, reasonable, though, right? Like, especially for people who don't, aren't going to be like me and just go kidnap people at every, like, local establishment. <laughs> um, I think the app is is a good way to meet people. And again, it's like, if someone's new to town and they're transparent about it, I don't mm-hmm. think it's, you know... It's a red flag if I'm looking for, like, a serious relationship and they've been in Austin for a month. But, you know, I think you can go out with people and be friends and whatever, too. On the other hand, though, too, like, just because somebody is new to town doesn't necessarily mean that they're not looking for something serious. True. Like, I mean, to be, obviously, like, I don't want to get cuffed, like, the second I get to New York, because also how. Um, That would be terrifying and probably very codependent in my cynicism is that being cynical or is that being realist realistic no that's being realistic okay thank you um (laughs) i am now the expert um well but like it's i would say generally like what i am looking for is something more serious like i'm not necessarily looking for a casual relationship in the longevity of my life right now like where i'm at um because i'm just kind of bored of everything else that's casual um which is also a theme for me but like I guess the point is like when you see something like that that might come off as a red flag right like new to town um somebody who's really cynical might automatically be like oh this person just wants to fuck um but like that doesn't necessarily mean if well to be fair if they're moving to Austin it probably does mean they just want to fuck because it's Austin but if you're somewhere else, it doesn't necessarily mean that, in my opinion. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Because I was thinking uh, about it in terms... <laughs> I was thinking about it in terms of Austin. Because yeah. the other thing, too, is for people who move here who aren't from here, like, Austin is a playground. There's it's a, a lot playground to for do. people who do live here. No, no, I do, but I just mean, like, if you're if you don't realize it when you first move here, like, I feel like you need some, some months to like go out, meet people, do all of that, especially here. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've kind of covered the gamut here. Yeah. I mean, what is our consensus here? I think our consensus is try to not be cynical to summarize the episode in one sentence. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. (laughs) beautiful um don't be negative on dating apps so nobody's gonna like you 
<laughs> That's part of it. Unless maybe there are some super negative people out there that want to meet super negative people so they can be miserable together. God, I feel sorry for them. I feel like there must be. Oh, there has to be. I would really hate to be a fly on the wall in their apartment, though. <laughs> part of me is curious and wants to be. The other part of me is like, oh, my God. <laughs> I wouldn't like it. I'd be like, but look, here's something positive to think about. Yeah, but like, look, the the rainbows, the butterflies. Life is grand, isn't it? You can get alcohol delivered. Like, what else do you need in life? <laughs> that is that is literally my my mantra. <laughs> well, I can have alcohol delivered, and I am happy. On that note, where can people find you, Michelle? At mcraigpdx on Instagram. At Marie R. Carlson everywhere and. We are at Swipe and the City everywhere on that. And thank you to everybody for listening. Stay positive. Stay positive.